Hello everyone, this is Siddhant and welcome to a brand new episode of Let's Do Shots. Apple is now worth over $2 trillion. If you can't imagine what that number even means, you're not alone. $2 trillion has 12 zeros in it. Let's put this number in perspective. India, which is one of the world's largest economies, has a GDP of $2.94 trillion. In the list of the biggest economies, Apple would feature in the ninth position, ahead of Russia, Canada, and the likes. But here's what makes this growth even more phenomenal. It took Apple almost 40 years to reach the first trillion mark, and only two years to reach the second trillion. In fact, their last half a trillion came in only two months, during a global pandemic. And here's the kicker. All of this is happening while the sales of their mainstay, which is the iPhone, has been declining in the last year. So what's working for Apple? Let's find out in this episode of Let's Do Shots. There are two reasons why Apple is continuing to grow despite the plateauing of their iPhone sales. It's their services business and their wearables business. The wearable business includes their watches and AirPods. You're not in your offices right now, but if you were to take a walk down the office floor, you would find a large number of your colleagues using both of these products. And then they have their services business. This includes their music streaming platform, their OTT platform, Apple Care, and their App Store, among others. Their services and wearables business have ensured that even if iPhone sales decline, their overall revenue keeps growing. What Apple is basically doing is inventing products and services which is making people spend money while using their iPhones and other Apple products. And they're not just earning from iPhone users, they're generating money from other tech giants as well. Let's take a look. With Apple Music, Apple earns from the subscription fee from the users and also earns money through carrier partnerships, like Verizon, which gave its users six months of free Apple Music and Apple took money from Verizon instead. Now let's talk about the App Store, where they earn through in-app purchases, app sales, and app subscriptions. Apple gets a 30% cut from the in-app sales of every company listed on the App Store. If you've heard about the Fortnite versus Apple fight, this 30% fee was what caused it. Apple also earns from iCloud subscriptions, selling you storage on your iPhone. Then they have Apple Pay, where banks pay them transaction fees, a cut for every single transaction made via Apple Pay. They have Apple Care, where they earn from warranty fees. Then comes licensing, where they earn money from big companies for the right to appear in the Apple ecosystem. When you open the weather app on your Apple phone, the weather channel pays Apple money to be the default weather app on that phone. Google pays Apple money to be the default search engine. This big shift from phone hardware to services and wearables has done wonders for Apple. They are now also a digital entertainment company competing with Netflix and a financial services company competing with Amazon Pay and PayPal. In fact, one of their biggest announcements later this year is expected to be around the bundling of these services in one single suite. 
This will mean removal of separate subscriptions for services like Apple TV and Apple Music. Users will now be buying them in one single consolidated subscription. So if you're already glued into Apple Music, you will buy that suite subscription and will be drawn towards Apple TV and Apple News as well. The whole point is to create stickiness within the Apple ecosystem. In 2018, 70% of Apple's revenue was via iPhones. Now in 2020, iPhones account for only 50% of their revenue. 20% comes from services, wearables is 10%, MacBook is also 10%, and iPads are around 8%. Watches were launched in 2015. AirPods were launched in 2016, and they are already the biggest in that category now, ahead of Fitbit and the likes, and by a large gap. Oh, and if you thought that all of this means that iPhones are losing their charm, uh-uh, think again. Apple 11, the iPhone 11, was the world's best-selling mobile phone in the first quarter of 2020, selling more pieces than the next three phones combined. In the top 10 phones sold by volume, Apple had four iPhones in the list. Their latest launch, expected later this year, will have the capability to connect to 5G and is expected to break even more records. Yes, the sales declined, but that's purely because it was that much more higher earlier. In fact, the hype around iPhone 5G is one of the reasons of the surge in their stock price and resulting valuation. From a company which almost went bankrupt in, the, in 1997 to one of the world's biggest, Apple has been quite a story. And it's a story which will keep changing and is a story which will keep on being told for decades to come. Mm-hmm.